You're listening to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast, a comfy, cozy place for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. This is the place for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. Welcome to the second bonus episode of the Moon Phase series. Today is all about the waxing crescent moon. And if you're listening in real time, the waxing crescent moon will arrive tomorrow on Tuesday, May 3rd. If you're not listening in real time, you can still follow along by beginning this series on the day before the next new moon. In this waxing crescent moon episode, I'll be sharing the energy and the magic of this phase, as well as a list of seven practical and magical waxing moon activities so that you can make the most of this waxing moon energy. I'll start with a basic overview of the waxing crescent moon, which is three to four days into the cycle. Here's a description of the waxing crescent moon so that you can picture it in your mind. The waxing crescent moon is beginning to illuminate from the right side, therefore it is taking the shape of a backwards letter C. The waxing crescent moon is all about beginning to take action toward the intentions that you set at the new moon. You may begin to feel the energy rising as you muster the courage to move forward, speak your intentions, and take the first steps toward your goal. The waxing phase of the moon in general is associated with the spring season. I'm going to read a list of words and phrases that encompass the energy of the waxing crescent moon to help you feel into it a bit more. Courage. Growth. Conceptualizing. Gathering information. Breathing life into your intentions. Moving forwards. Planning. Researching. Preparing. Experimenting with new ideas. Creating new connections. Announcing your intentions, even if just to yourself. Abundance. Creativity. First steps. Doing. Working out the how. And aligning your thoughts and behaviors with your intentions. Your work during the waxing crescent moon is pretty simple. Show up and take action. Now I want to share a list of seven practical and magical waxing moon activities that will allow you to make the most of this phase. So take note of what piques your interest and choose a few things that you may want to try out. These activities are for the waxing moon phase in general, so you can do this over the next two weeks throughout the waxing crescent moon, first quarter moon, and waxing gibbous moon phases. Number one, make an announcement or put something out there. This can be anything. Maybe you are launching your business. Maybe you are launching something within your business, such as a workshop, group, course, or retreat. Make that post on Instagram that you've been fretting about. Allow your voice to be heard. Share your new website far and wide. Don't be afraid to talk about your current passions with different people and on various platforms. Number two, take action. Any action. Do the work. On a side note, I hesitate to use the word hustle here in relation to doing, because in some contexts, hustling can be an unhealthy embodiment. However, by following the moon phases, a period of doing is followed by a period of rest, which isn't the case in modern society, which seems to be stuck in the doing phase, while rest is shamed. It really is all about balance. I tend to talk about rest much more because of the current imbalance in our society. So this is the reason that I amplify rest, 
I'm trying to tip the skills. With that being said, use the waxing phase to go out and take action, as long as you use the waning phase for some much-needed rest. Taking action doesn't have to be constant, and it doesn't have to be exhausting. It can be taking care of yourself by going to therapy, drinking plenty of water, meditating, or moving your body in a way that feels good to you. It can also be reaching out to friends or colleagues and sharing your new passions and projects over coffee, and doing the work of showing up and putting yourself out there, as mentioned in number one. Number three, balance taking action with rest. I know that I just said that you can rest during the waning phase, but you always need some rest even when you're highly motivated. So this may mean that you prioritize eight to ten hours of glorious sleep at night after a busy and productive day in the office. Or you may want to schedule a relaxing two-hour lunch between your busy morning and afternoon sessions. Just ensure that you incorporate bits of rest among your doing and taking action. Number four, reframe obstacles. When you are taking any type of action, you are guaranteed to run into obstacles. However, the mere presence of an obstacle doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path or that you should give up. Incurring obstacles means that you are human and that you are alive. View any obstacle, challenge, test, or failure that you may encounter in this phase only as a redirection to something better or an invitation to tweak and refine. Recommit to your intention and try again. Number five, pay close attention to your habits. During this phase, you may notice that your thoughts and actions aren't exactly supporting the intentions that you set at the new moon. You want to ensure that your thoughts, behaviors, and actions are all in alignment and working together to get you closer to your goal. There are many things that can get in the way, and sometimes your self-limiting beliefs can be a type of obstacle. Don't get down on yourself if you notice you are out of alignment in this way, as it is very common and probably a given for any human being that is working on themselves. For example, if you set an intention of showing up more, whether it's on a social media platform or at networking opportunities, and you find yourself not taking action, pause and check in to see what's going on with your thoughts, as this may be the first obstacle to overcome. I'll not get into how to do this now, but revisit number two, as this is another way that you can do the work. Number six, say yes and say no. Use this phase as a time to say yes to invitations and opportunities that arise. The aligned action that you've been taking is bound to stir up some opportune moments for you. Walk through the doors that are opening for you. You'll also need to be discerning with your energy. This means that you'll need to strengthen your boundaries and be able to confidently say no to the things that are not in alignment and will take you off the path of your intentions. Number seven. Journaling about your resistance. By now, you should be aware that the waxing moon phase is ripe with resistance at every turn. I want to make this exercise as simple as possible. So just set aside 10 minutes, grab a pen and notebook, and start free writing about what is getting in the way of your intentions. And that's it. However, if you would like a prompt, identify the parts that are getting in the way. Have a dialogue with them. Give them a voice. Hear them reassure them, thank them for keeping you safe, lovingly release them from their post, and invite them to go relax and play. Once you have finished writing, go outside and burn your paper in a fire-safe container. Do this journaling activity daily until your resistance fades.
I hope you enjoyed today's bonus episode about the waxing crescent moon and how to align with her energy to support you as you move through the cycle. We're in the midst of the waxing phase where the energy continues to grow. Tune in on Friday for the next episode of the series where we go into more detail about the next phase of the lunar cycle, the first quarter moon. Thanks for being here, and I love you all to the moon and back. I'm truly grateful that you choose to join me here for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. For more inspiration and to see what I'm up to, join me over on Instagram at Mountain Practice Journeys. If you're enjoying yourself here, please head over to Apple Podcasts and hit those five stars and I'll be over the moon. And if you'd like to work with me, join me in Forest Mind, my cozy, small group mastermind for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. May the forest be with you.